Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Yesterday, congratulations! I know it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, he's but he's dang nice. Deception is happening in his household. How so? Because of the sun. Yeah, yeah. His daughter will not go to bed when it is sunny out. I know (laughs) she wants to go play. Her number one excuse is, "But it's light outside." And then there's kids on my street playing, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, "Yeah, but eight o'clock's your bedtime." Why don't you just close the curtains? Yeah, we do. Oh, she yeah. just opens, opens them. them. Yeah, yeah, because she's mobile now. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's three. She speaks. Put a lock on the curtains. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Or get like those auto. Uh, I know you rent, so it probably wouldn't be a good investment. But get like those auto blinds that are oh, super right. expensive, and then you can probably. <laughs> <laughs> yup. But then you'll then all of a sudden you pay three hundred bucks or whatever they cost for them, and then you come in one day and she's ripped them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a waste of the money there. So anyway. You got rest last night, though. Did your mm-hmm. wife take over and uh, entertain her, or did you just drug the kid? What'd you do? Knock her out? Uh, she just went to bed eventually. I mean, I, I just usually, if she's fighting it and fighting it and fighting it, I just stick her in bed with a book and leave her light on, and then eventually she'll fall asleep on her own. But she's really annoying, because she likes to have her door cracked open now, which looks directly into the living room. So I'll be just, sitting on the couch watching FOMO? TV. Oh yeah, and she's just like. <laughs> She's. I hear her playing and looking yeah. at her book, and all of a sudden she goes, "I love you, Daddy." <laughs> I'm like, "I love you too." It's yeah. bedtime. Go to That's bed, though. So sweet. Is it though? It's it not is. after like 45 minutes after she's supposed to have been asleep, or the 20th <laughs> time. Yeah. You know, probably the first couple times she did it, you were like, "Oh my god, I love that kid." Yeah. Oh, you're so She's cute. trying to man- manipulate him. I don't think she's trying. Yeah, no, she's succeeding. <laughs> yeah, her door is cracked open. She is. A, she has won that battle. Like I would close the door. I would let her win no (laughs) see you say that and steve used to say that stuff till these kids beat the living crap out of Mm -hmm. he and his beautiful wife Brittany. yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah so okay my friend so you are you're good to go christine you have kickball tonight i do and uh you seem like you're a little bit more perky for sure i feel much better you you feel totally better i know you said you got hit with a little bit of you're just a little drowsy today but you Feel a little bit better, yes. totally better. That's that's, okay. that's for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So Christine's ready to go. Steve's ready to go. We have a really really fun show planned for you today, including a great text question of the day. Good lord, did that blow up? So you know how in the past, I don't even remember what question it was, but I said this ha- had to be the one we got the most answers with. Yeah. That's today's. Are you doing the bachelor thing again? The bachelor thing? The biggest rose oh. ceremony <laughs> in the history. The biggest text question the of the biggest, day. That's exactly what I'm doing. If it's not the biggest, it's definitely in the top two or three. We got so many fun answers. In just a few minutes, you, the click of six, can become part of the biggest text question of the day in history. 
Exactly that. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, no, it's not really that. It is. Oh, it is? It's big. All right, all right so yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Football is going to be coming back here soon. Dun, 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 dun. I know, right? Gets you pumped up if you really like. Yeah. Feel I'm like, I'm ready. So, you know who Peyton Manning is, Christine? I do know who he is. Then you know that Peyton has a brother. Yes, Eli Manning. Bingo. So, I know, Steve, you're more of a college football. Yes. But uh, Peyton and Eli Manning are going to provide alternate commentary for Monday Night Football on ESPN2. They're going to do about 10 games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which, by the way, they are two gigantic Surefire Hall of Famers. Yeah. Are they doing it together? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. They're going to do it. It's going to be brother and brother. They're going to be joined by uh, every week by different guest athletes and celebrities mm-hmm. that are going to sit down with them on the ESPN2 and uh, talk about the games. I actually thought that was quite brilliant, and I don't know why they haven't done it sooner. Right? I mean, what's it been? A couple of years? So Eli, was who was the last one to retire? Eli or Payne? I think it was Eli. Eli, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eli was in like a two, lot longer. Was that two years ago? Not 100% sure. Yeah. So uh, anyway, if you want to be ready for that ESP, uh, ESPN2, they're going to be doing the brother-brother commentary. I think that when you're with a sibling and you're doing that type of gig, like, think about it. If you were doing mm-hmm. it with your sister, what we do, and mm-hmm. if you were doing it, Steve, with your brother, it would be a much different show than a, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because you could jab each other a little bit. My brother mm-hmm. would make this miserable. Would he really? Oh, I would be miserable. I it figured would be, it would be the opposite. Like, you tried to make it miserable for him. Well, first off, he would have a really hard time with uh, me being in charge. Yeah. Because he's older. He's five years older. We're all five years apart. Yeah. Secondly, yeah, he would just start throwing me under the bus. When my brother did my uh, wedding toast, because he was my best man, mm-hmm. it was like 15 minutes long. Uh-huh. And at, the, at about a minute and a half in, he kept saying, hey, I'm almost done. I just got one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept doing that throughout the whole thing about every minute. One more thing. We were crying laughing. But it was so, again, it was so, he's a very good public speaker. It was so compelling and so good. We were crying, laughing about it. But when my buddy Jake, the trainer, got married and I went to go give his speech, his wife, now wife, who was, you know, his girlfriend at the time was at our wedding. She was like, please, I know what you're thinking. Please do not do what your brother did at your wedding. I'm like, trust me, trust me. And Jake's like, right before, even like right as I'm getting the mic, he's like, yeah, dude, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I wanted to do it so bad. I, I love Jack and people's great ideas. You always give credit where credit's due, but still, that would have been quite brilliant. So if you could pull off a 15 to 20 minute best man speech, you're gifted. Yeah. You're gifted. Your average That's too long. Average best man speech should be about a couple man, minutes. Yeah, I would say a few minutes. I would yeah, say for three. sure. I, mm-hmm. You guys have your theories. I actually used to be a wedding DJ. I don't know if you know this or not. I owned my own business. And I started, and I was trained by Connie of Connie and Fish. Yep. So, did you have some good stories as a wedding DJ? I have wonderful stories as a wedding DJ, and all of them, I'm going to share. There's 47. Oh gosh! As my answer for the text question of the day, I'm going to do what Christine would do. No. <laughs> there you go. I have one great one, and Steve knows it, but Christine, I don't think you do. Mm-mm. Next, today's text question of the day. Today we ask simply. What happened at a wedding, and it could be yours or one that you were at, what happened at a wedding that still, to this day, makes you 
cringe, Steve. Mine was my friend's wedding. Uh, this was a while ago. He's my first one of my friends to get married. And so we definitely partied a lot before the actual wedding because yep. I was in the wedding party. Ugh, and that's he was, the biggest mistake you can do. <laughs> he was drunk and slurring up at the altar oh, that's terrible. during the uh, whole I do <laughs> part of the whole thing. All right. So it was more like, it was like uh, sorry, I was writing that down. So it was like uh, dudes like. Uh, you take uh, you know, let's give me a fake name for a girl, Christine. I'll let you do it, so we don't think. Well, her you... name was Stacy. Okay, Stacy. <laughs> her name is Scott. Do you take Scott? Do you take Stacy to be your lawfully? Oh no, Scott has decided to say his own vows. As you say, you just, I love you, and you don't know why. And I just slurred. Was it that bad? It wasn't that bad, but it was definitely most of his words was were being slurred. Was she PO'd? Oh, I'm no, sure. she had been drinking too. Oh, really? But not as much as him. She composed herself and stopped drinking well before. We yeah. were taking shots literally minutes before we had to go stand up. That's like See, that... cardinal rule number one. <laughs> I used to be a wedding DJ back in the day, and I used to I started my own little business when I was in college, and then I, I did some freelance work. And I'll tell you something: the number one thing, like I knew when I got married, I was like, I'm not going to get toasted. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to on the wedding night because I don't want to be one of those guys where they're like, yeah, we went back to the room and he passed out. Yeah. Our wedding night actually ended up being the other way around. We went back to the room and she passed out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. It gives me, you know, ammo for years, right? Yeah. But today's text question of the day, Christine, what's a story that happened at a wedding that still to this day makes you cringe? You could have been, obviously you weren't in it. You've never been married. But you could have some wedding you were well, at. Well, unfortunately, this isn't a wedding I was at, but it was like talk of our community when it happened, and I wish I was at this wedding. Okay. Um. So this man and this woman, they got married. They get to the reception after the church, and at the reception, he goes and takes the microphone, uh, the groom does, and he tells everyone, hey, like, look under your tablecloth or your plate or something like that at the table, and there were pictures of his bride cheated on him. He hired a private investigator and married her, no went way. to the reception just so he can embarrass her in front of everyone wow. and be like, I hired a private investigator. She's cheating on me. These are the pictures. I'm divorcing you and told everyone, I mean, wedding's paid for. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the food. That this is, is a fact. This is a true story. It amazing. happened about 10, 11 years ago. This is out of the Detroit area yeah. where your family lives? Yeah, yeah. It was a, the like the biggest embarrassment ever. Big talk of my community. Wow. That <laughs> is brilliant. And can you, like, this guy is rolling in the dough that he literally paid for this wedding. Uh, and did, did he it, He paid for it? He paid for it. Oh. He did him. I mean, the bride ran out because she was so embarrassed. He didn't But her intend. family didn't pick up the tab or help or anything no, like I that? No, I think he paid for the majority <laughs> of it. Wow. And he told everyone, stay back, enjoy the food. I'm out. I'm divorcing you. Good for him. <laughs> wow. All there right. There were pictures of her everywhere. What happened at a wedding that still to this day made Makes you cringe. Uh, my answer for today's text question of the day, uh, Steve, you've heard this story before. Connie of Connie and Fish, uh, she and I, uh, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. She was, uh, we worked for a radio station and I wasn't on the air yet, but she was. And she, they had a, a show CFX mm-hmm. in, uh, near CMU, Central Michigan University up in Mount Pleasant. So that's where we would meet. She's training me how to be a wedding DJ. She's like, I'm so done with this. I hate doing this. We get to this wedding, 
and we meet this uh, very hippie. Actually, I think I've told you this before as well. Hippie, kind of like their their wedding cake was a mountain and with two little dolls climbing up oh, it, like green. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. And anyway, we get to this wedding, and uh, they're uh, they're like they don't want to have kids, but they were kind of a pain in the butt. They had never locked in with Connie what their first song was going to be, and it's time to play the first song. And we're like, we don't know what to do. No, it was a weird. They had a weird one. It was a weird one, and no one had told Connie. That's what it was. And it was yeah, one you, you didn't have it. in our in your couldn't library. Yeah, yeah. You, you had CDs. That yeah, you, yeah, It's yeah. not like you could digitally just yeah, download it. it. Yeah, yeah. So we. Uh, Connie's like, just grab the, a, a cheesy slow song that you know will work. Well, obviously, Whitney Houston always works. Oh, okay. I was say and Brian I grabbed, Adams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I grabbed Whitney Houston, and uh, I believe the children are the future. Teach them oh, all, let them lead the way. Oh, my God. The whole room knew they didn't want to have kids. It completely locked up. They looked right at us. Connie actually got on her knees and hid underneath the table. <laughs> I have heard this yeah, story before. Yeah. That's so it was, funny. I mean, it wasn't as good as I would have loved to have been at the wedding where the dude had photos yeah. for everybody right? of his. By the way, that photo thing, Christine, were they like, was it her making out with a guy? Uh, I'm not sure what they were doing, but it was her in in an act with this other guy. Oh, my God. I hope it was the photo <laughs> you think. I know, I right? Oh my He's God. peeping through the window. So, uh, Christine... If you are trying to think of a way to surprise your family and friends and tell them that you're pregnant, I have a way to Whoa, do it. I you're have pregnant? found. I'm not saying she's not pregnant. I'm not saying she Yay, is pregnant. Congratulations. My expected unexpected I'm, visitor would say otherwise. Yeah, she's that you know, she may have the expected unexpected visitor right now, but I'm saying <laughs> she could be, but if she were pregnant. Well, I'm glad that you're pregnant. I'm saying I can have a little <laughs> little baby for Izzy to play with. I'm not saying she's pregnant. I'm what? just not saying she's Sounds not. Like she's pregnant. We cannot confirm or deny that rumor. That's not what we want to talk we about. We can the, definitely deny. Christine is pregnant. Pregnant is Christine. We're, we're not talking about pregnant Christine right oh. now, though. We're going to talk about this family talking. Why she's like? So we're going to talk arm. about pregnant Christine later. <laughs> yeah, we might talk about that later. But Steve is very excited about this. <laughs> I like babies to play with my babies. She is literally itching her arm right now. I'm, like, I'm allergic to the idea. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so a woman surprises her family uh, as they're playing a game by giving them clues to that's going to lead to the answer. I'm pregnant. She's doing charades. It's brilliant. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Two words. Me? Me. Pregnant. My pregnant. My. I'm pregnant. What? (laughs) What? I thought it would be despicable me. Wait, what? For real? Uh, we're 12 weeks. We're, we're finding out the gender right now. Yeah. So they actually just, they found out they were pregnant a few months ago, and they did charades. No one knew, and she said, I'm pregnant. The guy was like, are you sure it's not Despicable Me? <laughs> right? I thought you were the guy from Groot or whatever his name is. That's so me. funny. That makes me think of an older, ep- well, obviously older, a full house. I think it's when Aunt Becky tries to tell Uncle Jesse she's pregnant through Pictionary. Is that the way you do it? I think I thought it was hilarious, but that's not how I do it. And he how, kept, how are you he kept guessing a hot dog. How are you going <laughs> to what? He kept guessing a hot dog. She goes, it's not a hot dog. I'm pregnant. How are you? Oh, you're pregnant? No, I'm oh, not. Yay. <laughs> oh, Congratulations. Wow. Oh, my you God. You guys are so annoyed. You just absolutely just said that. Uh-huh. We, we are good to go. So, so when, when do you do? 
I don't know. I'll have a food baby sometime later today. Ew. <laughs> she, knows, she knows how to ruin it. She knows how to go aside. I have some kebabs in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> is that, that a euphemism? That is. You legit talking about no. kebabs no, in the fridge? I like legit beef when kebabs. You, when you have to go potty, you have to say, I have a kebab in the fridge. All right. So I'm ready to teach you guys some stuff. I learned five really cool little nugs today, but I want to know where knowledge is coming from today, Christine. Well, I figured since Jeff Bezos is going to space today, yeah. let's do knowledge from a rocket ship. Knowledge from a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come from all forms of places, including and not limited to a rocket ship. Just imagine that you are the ship's oil changer. It is your job to change the oil in the (laughs) rocket ship. So you walk up to the rocket ship and you check to make sure the oil's ready, but you don't realize it's about to take off. So all of a sudden, you are right by the fiery jets of a rocket ship. Uh Uh-oh. And they are going to explode all over your face. You take three steps backwards, and you are now in a safe zone. The ship takes off, and all of the fumes and the chemicals in the fire blow towards your mouth hole. You suck it down into your throat. It does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket into your brain. Thus, you have... Acquired knowledge from a rocket ship. Wow. Yeah, I was going to lick it, but then I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Why are you licking the rocket? I always say, yeah, don't lick the rocket. <laughs> no. All right, a couple nugs for you today. Vin Diesel's a huge fan of Dungeons & Dragons. Steve probably knew this one. Uh, he's been playing for more than 20 years, and he wrote the forward to a book called 30 Years of Adventures, uh, of Adventure, a celebration of Dungeons and Dragons. Did you wow. know that? I did not know. I knew that he played. I, I know a few different other celebrities that dabble in it here and there. Vin- Ale- Alexa Bliss actually plays it occasionally. Oh, love her. Yeah. Uh, she's from the WWE. The ancient Egyptians had uh, proctologists. Yeah. The ancient <laughs> Egyptian word for proctologist translates to shepherd of the rhymes with flanus. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can I yeah. say it? No. No. Oh. Why, why would I be? Why would you say I mean, it if I literally said rhymes with flanus? We have a planet called Uranus. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's, it's a that's a much better title than just proctologist, though. Yeah, like know, shepherd right? of the planet. Yeah. yeah, shepherd of the planet. Yeah. Antlers are a single piece. Good lord. I'm five. Uh, antlers are a single piece and are, are shed and regrown each year. I did not know this. Well, horns are made of two pieces, a bone core and a keratin core, or keratin cover, and they don't shed, except in one case, the pronghorn, a species that looks like an antelope. So basically, antlers shed. I bone core that. sounds like a heavy metal band. It does. In 2001, MTV taped a pilot called Dude, This Sucks, hmm. where two 13-year-old girls were sprayed with feces. What? Yeah, uh... There was a lawsuit, and the pilot never aired. Yeah. They, they weren't part of the show. They were standing by the stage where it was being taped, and two performers pooed on the stage. What? Yeah. I don't know why anyone thought that would be a good idea. I know. In 2001, it might have worked, but what? still. I, I So cringy. What? Some of the stuff that used to be on MTV. Do you guys remember the show Next? Uh, That's cringeworthy yeah. to watch now. Next. What was next about? Where, like, you'd have a, a group uh, on a bus, whether it was, like, five guys or five girls, then you had the main dater, and you'd get off the bus and go, next! Yeah, that was horrible. If, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, that, I remember that now, yeah. Oh, and finally, 
Titanic. Someone on the set of Titanic said, this will be interesting. There's some seafood chowder over there. And they decided to spike it with PCP. Dozens, dozens of the crew members of Titanic got high from the sea chowder, including and not limited to James Cameron. And that's, really? Yeah, that's why he did the uh, PCP on the set of Titanic. Hmm. Yeah. I know, it's not, you know, that's shepherd really of random. the uh, butt spot, but... <laughs> Can I say butt spot? I mean, we were talking about being yeah. a shepherd of a planet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so okay. I know it's that. not that, but I think Titanic, anytime I see a fact about Titanic, I like to throw it out. Yeah. So there you go. Now, my friends, you are learned. Thank you. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, this is pretty awesome. Right out of the giddy up. I uh, The fact that I haven't dug deep into this already today is shocking to me. I mean, not like I'm going to lose sleep, but... It's about Megan Thee Stallion. So Megan Thee Stallion. Ah, giddy up, Stallion. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Did I, did I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is actually now a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue cover girl. What's up? It's Megan Thee Stallion, a.k.a. the Hot Girl Coach, and I am excited to share my first ever SI swimsuit cover shoot. Today is so amazing. The weather is great. I love Miami. I love the beach. It is just, you know, perfect hot girl weather. It is hot girl summer. So it was only right that I'm out here doing this. I love her attitude. I just, I love, I love everything about her. Yeah, she's great. The, the uh, you know, obviously for work, I had to sit down and really take a look at it. And research it very yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get it ready for Steve, too. That's good. So. Steve, there she is right there. She's so hot. Yeah. And uh, I think Christine has this white swimsuit. No. No? Okay. Uh, there she is. There's some more photos of her for you, Steve. She is uh, definitely I just love how, like, how curvy she is, and it's like, it's just it's natural. No, her natural I, curves. Am I allowed to say that as a guy or no? She is. I She's mean, a I'm curvy a bigger, woman. You I'm, could say that. I'm a bigger man. I'm a curvy. I have an hour, hourglass figure. It's just... Between my torso and my chin. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that I should be allowed to say it, too. But I, that's what I was going to say. It's not what you typically would uh, see on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Which I love. Like, yeah, me it's, too. I mean, it's it's a real body. That's not a real swimsuit, though. Good Lord. That one's painted on? Yeah, Which no, one? it's real. But know, just, it's real, oh, but it's just... fish is fascinated. Yeah. Well, then... I know they sometimes paint them on, too. Yeah, no, this is actually a real bathing suit. And Sports Illustrated is doing this for their swimsuit issues. Steve, do you know who Lena Bloom is? I do not. Christine does. Uh, what do you think of Lena Bloom right here? She's pretty she's hot. Pretty hot. Yeah. All right, Christine, go ahead. She's really hot. Yeah, she's very hot, and she is the first transsexual model on uh, Sports Illustrated cover. Yeah, that's Lena Bloom. Oh, nice. That's doing that. Yeah. So congratulations to Lena. Probably has the app. Definitely is listening. Yeah, they're... she's listening mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> if, if app is there, definitely listening. Okay, so I want you to imagine, if you will, that you are in prison, and you walk in, and somebody comes up to you, and they're like, what are you in for? And you say, DUI, and then, or OWI, mm-hmm. right? OWI. In prison? You're in prison. Well, yeah, because they arrest you when you- Yeah, isn't that just yeah. jail? Prison is like fine, when you're, you're in- doing hard time. Okay, fine. You're in jail. Okay. All right. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. All right, so you're in jail. And uh, imagine, if you will, that you're in jail, and they walk up to you. What are you in for? OWI. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh my God, did you hurt somebody? That was that was pretty dumb. What kind of car do you drive? Right? Mm-hmm. And you say, "Well, it's not a car that I was driving. 
Oh, motorcycle. No. What do you think this gentleman is in prison for? Let's give you huh. one guess each. Like, it's not what, a motorcycle. It's not a car. What do you think they're in prison for? Wienermobile. <laughs> Specifically the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what he was driving. Have you seen the story? Yes. That's, no, I haven't. That's exactly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, her guess is gone. What do you think? Uh, I'll go riding lawnmower. Logical guess. A man in Japan has been busted for driving a drone under the influence. You all don't huh? seem to understand how serious this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think it's funny, huh? Okay, okay. You're going to think it's real funny when the police get here. Yeah, so here's what happened. <laughs> it is a law in Japan that you, this guy's 56. He wakes up. It's uh, the morning. He's like, you know, having a little bit of fun. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clean the house. He's like... Cranks on some music. It's 7 a.m. You know what? Kind of feeling good. Let's have a beer. Starts having a beer. Cleaning. Cleaning. Picking stuff up. Craps. Cracks another beer. Craps third. Cracks a fourth. And then takes a shot of sake. Nope. Nope. Cracks a fifth. Wow. So by noon, he's five beers deep. And he's like, you know, and so really, five hours, a beer an hour. Mm -hmm. As he was cleaning, he finds his drone. Flies his drone, decides to fly around, smashes it into his neighbor's window. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Neighbor calls the cops. The guy got arrested. It is illegal in Japan. A couple different places, including and not limited to New Jersey, which I didn't know. Wow. To drink and drone. Drinking and droning. This is the first guy ever in history arrested for drinking and droning. Well, specifically Japan's history. So uh, the, he's the, he's arrested for it. He's fined $2,700. Could get a little bit of jail time. And now we'll have to pay for his neighbor's window as so well. well. As he should. That's the only <laughs> thing that I I did not know. But think about it. You could kill somebody with you could. that. Yeah. So I guess I just did. That's just weird to think about. It's not illegal here to drink and drone. Just so you know, but I'm just saying, be careful if you drink and drown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is uh, he is definitely, definitely gotten a lot of trouble. So he had a, a five beers and he drank and drowned, and he is now famous in Japan for being the first person arrested, ticketed, and fined for drinking and drowning. Maybe they'll start a GoFundMe <laughs> page to pay his fines. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, look, here's the deal. There is a, uh, we have Christineology coming up here in a sec. But there is one of the best breakup ideas I've ever heard of. We're going to do that in about six minutes for you on Mix 95.7. Your text question of the day is coming up in about an hour, 20 minutes. We share it with you. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? And after all the stories we've been getting, you definitely will be reading all of them. They're awesome. They're amazing. Yeah, you've been talking about them off the air all day. They're just so funny. Super excited to share them with you at 845 today. Okay. So I, I think it was like last month or so there was this uh, payback. Uh, there was a story about two women who discovered they were dating the same guy, so they dumped him, and then they went on a trip to Turkey together. Mm-hmm. But this new story is so epically awesome, I have to share this with you, about some sisters with a brain getting even. So back in December, a 21-year-old, a sister with a brain in Boise, her name is Morgan, discovered that her 20-year-old boyfriend of several, several years was also dating how many other women? What do you think? Just throw out a number. Uh, 
three other women. Three other women. Good guess. 13. No. Oh. Whoa, that's too much to keep up with. <laughs> Back in December, 21-year-old Morgan found out that her 20-year-old boyfriend was dating six other women. Whoa. She finds them on social media. She connects them via FaceTime. The woman dumped the guy on FaceTime with all the women. Ha! Ah. All the other women. They decide, wow. yeah, and then, then they decide that they're going to all get together and they're going to share stories. The guy had told them all that uh, his dream, all of them had been told this, his dream was to get a VW bus and travel the country. And that is when three of them, Morgan, Abby, and Becca, hatched their brilliant plan. So they sent me a text and they're like, hey, we need to know about your relationship with this guy. They're basically like, yeah, like we're both dating him too. So I open the front door. He's standing there holding a bouquet of flowers. He asked me how my day was. And I say, yeah, I actually made some new friends today. Flip it. And he sees them on my phone and his face just priceless. Oh, that's amazing. That is hilarious. It's truly awesome. It's very creative. So these girls have a 48,000 followers, followers on their Instagram page. They are traveling the United States in this bus. Uh, it's like an old school bus. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a VW bus. And they're living in it. And there's, we, I was showing uh, Christine and Steve pictures about of it all yesterday. I find it a great way to get even with the guy who's cheating, whatever. I find it fascinating if you look these up, these girls up, and their name, Morgan, Abby, and Becca. If you look them up, they have the same face. Yeah, they all do. He has a type. He, he definitely has a type. <laughs> yeah, like, it is very interesting. Like, I think we all have a type, but they look like they're related. They do. It, it is weird. I'm yeah. with you, Fish. He's they got, all look like they could be cousins or something. And one, a couple, like the one, uh, there's one where I'm like, huh. Like, they've got the same face, but I'm like, that was his sixth chick. Yeah, right. Like six chick. She was. She was on the like sixth. Yeah. Yeah. She like, wasn't. She wasn't the main piece. No. Know? Or maybe she was. I don't know. No. The one in uh, Christine uh, liked one of them too, because she's very fashionable, Steve. Because she was wearing one of those new bikinis that uh, are out right now. Ooh. I can't stand them. That's yeah. that's one fashion trend I will not be jumping on. What are you talking about? Like the the whole up the butt bikini? Yes, I can't do it. I don't want my butt cheeks hanging out of my out of my bikini bottom. I mean, you've kind of got a pooky butt. I don't want that though. Aren't many things just kind of naturally up there anyway? <laughs> what? How do I say this the right way? What? <laughs> do I just not say I it? I don't think there is a right way. Okay. It just, it you seems cannot like it, be the shepherd of uh, my planet. I, I know, right? I know. I, I am the shepherd of your your butt. I am in charge of your butt. That is that that's is it. That's not how that that's works. That's the new rule. <laughs> Christine's butt belongs to fish. You heard it here first. Don't listen to him. Nope, dude, definitely don't listen to him is what management said people say. Yeah. So apparently, Steve, this is going to be a very vulnerable, and she's nervous about I this Christineology. I know. You can, you can, I believe in you. She, you can thank do you. it. She said all of her other ones were funny. Yeah, I know. That's the. <laughs> They're yeah. funny. They're lighthearted. Huh. <laughs> this okay. one's very serious. This is very serious. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? Like many people, I struggle with anxiety. You are not alone. 40 million adults in the U.S. also suffer from anxiety. I bet you would have never guessed that for most of yesterday's show, I was having an internal panic attack. Why? Just because. I woke up yesterday feeling like my heart was going to explode out of my chest, and it continued throughout the day. 
I'll never forget the first time I experienced a panic attack. It felt like the whole room was closing in on me and as if I was outside of my body, which I later learned in therapies called disassociation. The anxiety and panic attacks worsened from there. I felt anxious first thing in the morning, throughout the day, and before I went to bed. I even felt anxious in my sleep. My panic attacks stopped me from even wanting to be out in public out of shame and embarrassment. I felt scared, uncertain, and that no one else could possibly feel what I was feeling. This led me down a hole of depression for a handful of months. Then I sought therapy. Am I cured and anxiety-free? No. But I've accepted that anxiety is a part of me, not me. I've noticed that over the years, my anxiety comes in waves in different forms than before, such as pacing all around the room, labored breathing, and a spiral of negative thoughts. But I've learned how to manage it. I'm not a licensed professional, and I don't know your story, but the advice I do have if you two experience this is, one, breathe. I know it sounds cliche, but breathe. Put your hand on your chest and breathe in through your stomach and out your nose. Two, find what relaxes you or keeps your brain busy. For me, I find that laying in a warm bath reading a book is what helps. It could be watching your favorite show, going for a walk, cleaning, or working out. Find what works for you. Three, talk to someone. Call a friend or a loved one just to talk. It doesn't even have to be about what you're feeling. Sometimes having that distraction helps refocus your mind. And four, don't underestimate the power of prayer. It doesn't matter who you are, if you're rich or poor, what race or religion you are, where you live, or what you do for a living. Anxiety and depression don't discriminate. So if there's only one thing you take away from today's Christine, Christineology, take away this. You are not alone. Hamburger. That's a great one. That was a very yeah. good. Yeah. That's very good. So that's yesterday. very vulnerable. <laughs> that was a, that, first off, I'll tell you, it's good that you, it's good that you shared that because I guarantee you, you impacted at least one person oh yeah yeah. definitely secondly i know that and you guys know this and i think i've said this before but after connie passed and job life stress whatever i got what i we called the warbles Mm -hmm. where everything was kind of like uh and i actually ended up going to a doctor actually this was not after she passed this was when she was first diagnosed with cancer last year and connie was like you need to go get checked out make sure that it's just the panic attacks but i was having many panic attacks or whatever inward stress whatever and my sister-in-law told me uh, a great thing that you can do if you're in that situation as well because i was like i need to just start running and she's like no 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 not because i was warbling yeah she's like don't run just go for walks like nature walks that's what she did i'm assuming when she married my brother-in-law because he's a handful and i'd be freaking (laughs) out too (laughs) but that's definitely a good thing to do as well and definitely i I would say reaching out to somebody and calling a doctor is a good one as well Mm -hmm. now we have a brother now some guys are Saying that they'll help you, uh, they want to support you. Okay, I dude, I can't even read that. What you're suggesting you do to Christine is not going to help her anxiety. But thank you. <laughs> okay, really, dude, really. O M G. Rando, texto, message via Apple, free download and Apple Storo, Cristino. I am debating leaving my current job for a different one. I've been at my job for seven years working security. I'm good at it. I'm respected by my peers, and I genuinely like the work. However, the pay isn't great, the benefits get, get worse every year, and the company will try and save a dime any way they can, usually at the employee's expense. That's the worst. I have a job offer on the table. It's working in a warehouse, and it's a lot of manual labor, but it pays almost $6 an hour more than I'm making now, and the benefits are great. Do I leave a job I like and that I'm good at for a physically demanding job that offers better pay and benefits? I do have a family to support and think of as well. Huh. 
Okay, so that was that, and that pro- we probably could use more info from this dude, but that's quite a bit to take in. Steve, what do you think? You got a family. Uh, I mean, this is a tough one. I think you always just kind of have to... I mean, so the thing is, is you get a kind Steve's a great example right now. That's why he's throwing. I know. I am a great example right now because I probably should have a, a job that is better, a career that is better. Yeah. Radio? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's rephrase this. You should have a career that pays better is what yes, you mean, yes, right? Because yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's more, yeah, that has more job security and pays better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing what you love right now. That's, and that's, that's what I'm trying to get at is, I mean, sometimes you kind of have to do what you love for your own mental sanity. And so it's it's... It's a real tough one. And I, I, I mean, do what I do, I guess. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> just no. stay. <laughs> well, and, and, and go for the job that you like, the, the, the one you, you love more. So the one that he's currently in. Or talk your wife into getting a better job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's the way a I good look at one. It. Christine, a rando texto from a brother in pain. He more, more or less, correct me if I'm wrong, said he works at a job security guard. He likes it. Uh, company takes advantage of its employees financially, but he loves his job and he's very good at it. But now he can get a job at a warehouse, six bucks an hour more, make more money for the family. A lot of manual labor, mm-hmm. which and, is a little But he different. said it's, a, it's really good benefits too. So my advice is something that worked with a friend of mine where he was offered a job. He went to his boss and told him, I'm leaving because I got this job offer. Leverage. And they were like, well, what are they offering you? And he told them everything they were offering him. 24 hours later, they came back. They offered him even more just to have him stay. Now, that means, though, that they, you now will your company do this? Let's imagine the company. Who knows if they will, but it's worth a shot. With this hypothetical. To at least match it. With this hypothetical, let's say, because once you do that, they're like, sorry, we can't match that. Good luck to you, though. Yeah. Uh, will you at least give us two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to be ready to do that. So you're ready to leave at that point. So you're saying I think he are the fact that he's asking, I think he already has one foot out the door. See, I think he doesn't want his foot out the door. I think he's making up excuses for his company that is not uh like that he just doesn't like the way that they do things and I, but he's trying to find the negative in his company. But the, the the thing that we're missing here that I find interesting about this Rando Texto is his concern for manual labor. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't done it, give it a try. Maybe you'll like it. Yeah. Who knows? You got a family. It's now you got to be careful before you just try something. You know, like you're, you're going to give it a try. You go there, you don't like it. You're making six bucks an hour more, but you can barely walk on the weekends. Depending on, I mean, what does he say is the warehouse manual labor part? What's that say again? Uh, it's the job offer on the tables, working in a warehouse, and it's a lot of manual labor, but it pays almost $6 an hour more than I'm making now, and the benefits are great. Yeah, that brother in pain texted in already, said this is a no-brainer. Take the job with a better pay and better benefits. You have to remember it's your family that you're taking care of. I agree. See, I couldn't disagree more, uh, which, I, which is interesting with this. I, I couldn't disagree more. Not because I'm lazy, which I am. <laughs> but uh, about physical labor, because I, I honestly I would lie. I used to work for two men in a truck back in the day mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. Uh, then when they found out that I had previously, before I started working uh, for them, broken my foot, and they were like, "Yeah, bro, you're done." Yeah, yeah, we're not. You know, we mm-hmm. can't. You know, because I was working on a broken foot. Somebody said, "Be careful with jobs right now." As a warehouse, for example, they're so desperate. Uh, the perks are out there till the spots are filled, so these perks may not last as well. How can this brother in pain, how can you help this brother in pain? What should he do? Should he leave his job that he enjoys for a better paying, better benefit job? 
Members of the Click of Six, weigh in now. Rando, texto, messageo via Apple, free downloado in Apple Staro. I'm debating leaving my current job for a different one. I've been at my job for seven years working security. I'm good at it. I'm respected, but my peers and I, I'm respected by my peers and I genuinely like the work. However, the pay isn't great. The benefits get worse every year and the company will try and save a dime any way they can, usually at the employee's expense. I have a job offer on the table. It's working in a warehouse and it's a lot of manual labor, but it pays almost $6 an hour more than I'm making now and the benefits are great. Do I leave a job I like and that I'm good at for a physically demanding job that offers better pay and benefits? I do have a family to support and think of as well. Remember the click of six, Sarah's on the phone with us right now. Sarah, I think you and I are about to be on the same page, which means not only are you intelligent, yeah. but you're clearly beautiful. So <laughs> what'd you think, Sarah? Oh, I love you, first of all. That's Thank awesome. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. <clears throat> He stays at the job that he enjoys. He's going to take this job, and he's going to be so tired that he doesn't have time for his family, and he's going to hate it. I, I think... I, I couldn't agree more. Keep going. I'm sorry. I, I think that, um, you know, maybe his wife is pushing him to do this because it's more money, but in the long run, money isn't worth it. Perfect time for him to get a divorce. I mean, it helps, <laughs> obviously, but yeah. Well, um, I agree and with I also you. Wanna say, I also want to say that um, I miss Connie. Oh, and um, I kicked three. I kicked three cancers, but just for her. Oh, oh good for awesome. you! I'll tell you right now. Uh, Steve and I are really the only ones uh, on the show right now that miss Connie. Uh, Christine, really? <laughs> no, uh, we all really do. And Sarah, thank you very much for the call. And uh, Christine, you wanted to add on to Sarah's point. You said, "Well, you kind of agree with her." Yeah, I agree with her. But something that sticks out to me that he wrote to us was that every year it keeps getting worse at his job. It's not going to get better. I think he needs to try something didn't else. Didn't he start it with, I love my job, though? Yeah, but he's saying yeah. the benefits are getting worse and worse every year. So it's leading down a toxic environment, is the way I'm seeing it. Uh, someone on our app, though, messaged and said her husband was in a very similar situation and said that he left a white-collar job he was good at, but the work environment was very toxic. He's now working to be an electrician and is doing manual labor because it will be better for his mental health. I would recommend going with the job that I would recommend going with the new job. At the end of the day, it will leave you be able to be happier with your family. Now, I know that's the way you pretty much feel I can gather from this rando text, oh, Christine, but I'm going to change your mind real quick. Even though money, I agree. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this industry. <laughs> you got to do what you love, but it just doesn't seem like a good situation with okay. what he's saying. Okay, so let me, th- I'm going to change your mind real quick. Okay, you ready? Okay. It's very simple. And she's got her stubborn face on. Uh-huh. I'm ready. <laughs> so I'm ready like, for this. Because you never start a star. Never start when you're going to change somebody's mind. You never start with "I'm going to change your mind" because now you're going to get competitive, especially right. highly competitive people like us. So you're single, mm-hmm. right? I know that earlier you were having fun with us and stuff, and you were uh, talking about. I don't even know why it was like so random out of the blue. I'm pregnant. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but you're single right now. Yeah. And you want your next. And I want you to don't throw your overthrow yourself into this. I just want you to imagine that you're ready to be with someone. Okay. You're ready to cuddle. You're ready to, and it's gonna be in your brain the perfect guy. My per my forever person. Now, do you take you you meet this guy and he is eighty percent perfect. Okay. So do you go all in with him? Do you stop what you're doing right now, even though you're lonely and you want to be with somebody? 
in this hypothetical, you're lonely and you want to be with someone, do you stop what you're doing and dive into the first guy that's out there? No. Then why should he take the first job that's out there? But, I mean, but that's, that's not even the same thing. It is. He's taking the first opportunity. It's a warehouse job that pays six bucks an hour and has better, better benefits. What that means to me is he's curious about leaving his job, but he's going to settle for that guy that's 80%. Boom! <laughs> right? Isn't it that simple? Look for a better job, bro. It, it, that, it's that simple. You clearly, there are some factors that you're not happy there, but why are you going to settle for the first guy that's 80%? Someone did say there uh, are- but, 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 I don't care about no, anybody it, else. No, but it's, <laughs> it's agreeing with you. I need you to admit that I changed your mind. You didn't, though. You're going to take the first guy? No, I'm not going to take the first guy, but, but I, think, I think this job opportunity is definitely worth exploring. But that's, well, he's exploring it by talking to us. He's asking, what should he do? Maybe talk to other people who work at the job and no. see if it's as demanding, Just if they're it. happy. Admit it. I changed your mind. You didn't, though. You're going to take I the first guy. I still think he should take the job. This is not the same. It's the exact. It's his career. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good analogy. It's not exactly the same, but it's good enough. I, I am known for my terrible analogies. <laughs> yeah, you are, and this one's not terrible. Yeah. Steve, do you understand my point? I understand where you're coming from. You know she's too stubborn. She won't admit it. Mm-hmm. But do you understand where I'm? what I'm saying right now? Do you feel what I'm throwing down? I do. I do. And I would settle for the 80% guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Screw you, guys. Nah, I know you hear me. If this was a drinking game, you'd be uh, hammered by the end of the day. Right. But, uh, just by what I'm about to say, based on time constraints, we have to move on. Aww. Yeah. Before we do, though, Tank, did you want to say anything inspirational? I know we didn't get to you. That's all right. I will do something. And Fish, I have to disagree with you, buddy. I'm sorry, um, your I phone's think... cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Number one is number one is we don't know if he's had if he's had other interviews at other places that just haven't met the criteria that he may be looking at. Yes, we do. But I think the thing is is that it's all about the benefits. Um, you have to go to a place that has great benefits. I mean, if he's got a family and kids. You do not want to go into medical debt. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to stop the show just so I can talk to you for a sec. You're saying it's all about the benefits, right? So are you saying if Christine is with this guy and 80% of him (laughs) is the benefits of him, 80% are perfect. He holds the door and does that weird stuff that she likes wherever she likes it. You're saying that she should just settle? Um, well, uh, nothing is ever going to, nothing is ever going to be a hundred percent fish. So do you want 80% of a hundred percent or do you want 60% of a hundred percent? What 90. would you rather have? I want 90, bro. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, but you don't know if you're ever going to find that. Well, you're depressing. Are you just, gonna, <laughs> are you just well, I'm, I'm trying to get you to change your mind. You're yeah. not going to get me to change my mind because <laughs> I think he's settling for the first thing and he, and I'm thinking. No, but he's settling but, for a job that's treating him crap. No, he's settling for the but, f- first thing right now. Instead he, of looking, he hasn't said he looked elsewhere. So we have to assume he, he hasn't. hasn't. But he hasn't said that he did either. So you're, clearly, you're assuming one way and I'm assuming nah, the other. You're clearly so. not happy in your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because because you have my second wife. Oh, <laughs> Come and get her. That is hilarious. Before she gets another horse, she is yours. Take her, my brother. And that's Thank not you. a euphemism. Yeah, actually, it's my nickname from college. Let's talk about what's trending. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, here they come, my friends. Click of six. The Olympics are on their way. 
Yes. We shall all begin to watch the Olympics. But there are some facts, stats that you may want to know when you're at work or with friends or whatever. By the water cooler. About the uh, by the water cooler, if you still have one of those, uh, that uh, you may want to know about the Olympics. For example, the Olympics, the estimated cost of the Summer Olympics this year, twenty-six billion dollars. Wow. Not surprised, but wow. It's mostly why Japan is pushing forward with it, by the way, despite 80% of the population of Japan not wanting the games to happen there. Uh, COVID-19 countermeasures, $900 million. Wow. So as you're like looking at they're not allowed to applaud or do stuff and we're complaining about it, realize they're spending $900 million. Well, they can't have any spectators, right? Like they've banned that. No, they, yeah. they're spectators. Oh, I thought they banned applaud. the spectators. Unless that happened in the past week. No, we've talked about how you can't applaud. Oh, I thought I saw. I don't know. Look it up, Steve. Or or don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time Japan is hosting, by the way. They hosted the Olympics back in 1964. America, though, hmm. is what we should focus on a little bit right now. So, America. The United States of America has won 2,523 Summer Olympics me- Olympic medals throughout history. That is more than any other country. One country pulled out of the Olympics this year due to the pandemic. That's North Korea. In all, there will be 339 sporting events at this year's games. They will take place across 42 venues, 33 in Tokyo, and nine other co-host cities. Four new spot- sports are making their Olympic debuts. Do you know what they are? Uh, uh, I heard one of the silly ones. I forget what it is now, though. Is it like dodgeball it's not or something? pickleball, is it? Nope. Sport climbing is one of them. Okay. Surfing. Oh. Karate. Okay, I did hear about that. And skateboarding is probably what Steve thought was silly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, two sports are making a comeback this year. Do you know what those are? One for women, one for men. They've been out since 2008. Huh. Mm-mm. No. One is softball for women. Oh, okay. And the other one, baseball for men. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, the 5,000 medals that are up for grabs this year. Yeah. Across 50 disciplines and 33 sports. They were made out of recycled metals. 79,000 tons of small electronic devices like cell phones. Wow. Yeah, the gold, silver, and bronze were extracted from them. There I like go. that. Yeah, so Going green. Recycled medals I like in it. the Olympics. Though. So now you have a, a little bit of an Olympic update with music provided by Steve's children singing. <laughs> They're such beautiful singers. They're so yeah. talented. Yeah, and that little Izzy can't talk, but man, could she sing. Right? Right? Yeah, good Lord. Okay. Let's talk about something else t- uh, trending right now. It's this guy. It's broke another world record. Uh, it's two dudes from Idaho. Uh, it's the world record for most giant ball passes in three minutes. This is a thing. Back with another Guinness World Records title. Three, two, one, go. One, three, four, five, six, seven. So David and Seth passed an inflatable ball between each other 356 times within three minutes to break the record. That is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the dumbest world records I've ever Right? Heard. That is really dumb. It's a beach ball pass. They did it 356 times. Good like, for them. So now, across the country, now people will start trying to beat that record. Because I think that's what we all do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try and beat you stupid records. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, the, every single week, it seems like we get a new dumb 
Guinness, but I don't know if a Guinness is trying to trend or I don't Would know. Would you what try it is. and do one? Again, I've already done one. You have? Yeah. Connie and I did it back in the day, and it got beat a couple of years later. We did the uh, world's biggest hug. Oh, how many people did you guys have? Four. <laughs> no, I was. But they were real big yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. That's what he meant. Yeah, it was, it was Connie and I, yeah. plus two other fatties that worked with us. Yeah, this is a tough one. Here's the deal if you want to text in for today's text question of the day, great responses will be posted on the website. And the app later today. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe like, to this yee. day? You're just ee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cringe worthy. Yee. Now we go to the old news desk. Let's talk about Miss Britney Spears. Uh, Britney Spears has a new lawyer. Yay. He is moving aggressively and expeditiously to have her dad removed from conservatorship. Here he is. I once again want to thank Britney Spears for her courage and for her strength. And I also want to thank Britney Spears' fans and supporters. Outreach and support for my firm, myself, and most importantly, Britney, has truly been overwhelming. Finally, my firm and I are moving aggressively and expeditiously to file a petition to remove Jamie Spears unless he resigns first. So he's like, wow. hey, hey, bro, you better resign right now. Well, Jamie's not going to resign. No. So they'll go to church with that and or church or court. <laughs> church is a good way to go. Uh, they'll go to court with that without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, the lawyer, her lawyer actually was, uh, you can't see it. You can only hear what he was saying. But he was wearing the outfit from Britney's first hit video where she was dressed as a schoolgirl. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, he, did he tie in yeah. and have the pigtails as well? His, <laughs> his assistant had on the red spandex from that, what was that, Slave Toxic. for You? Toxic. Toxic, yeah, yep. the red spandex on. So or was, was, no, that was Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, You Did Do It Again? What's, what's she wearing Slave for You? Isn't that the... Slave for You? She just wore like a, like a bralette type of thing and then low-cut jeans. Really? Slave for You. Oops, I did it again. She wore the red latex. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird that you know all that. And you're absolutely right. I was a huge Britney fan growing up, and I still am. (laughs) I was going to say, and you're not now? I thought I had you there. Okay, Fuzzies with Fish coming up. Okay, so question for you. This month is July. A lot of people love July. The weather's warm. You get to go boating. You go camping. You do all that stuff. Do you have a least favorite month? I want to have a quick conversation about this because I saw this online, and I'm like, a least favorite month. And I started thinking, do I have one? Huh. 3% of people actually said July is their least favorite month. Too hot? Yeah, it's, I don't know. They just said it's not. I didn't no. talk to them. I just, <laughs> I just read the survey. Uh, a lot of people, least favorite month of the year was January. 19% said it's the worst. Then That's February. Mine. You Yours is January? Yeah, it's way too cold. I would say February, but my birthday is February 1st, so I'm going <laughs> with <you> January. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what about you? Uh, it's a debate between February and August. I'd probably say August. August? Why yeah. August? Heat? Uh, just because fall is my favorite, and it's like the last stupid hot month before the fall starts. It's funny, because when I was a kid, it August or September was my worst month, because it was always back to yeah, school. Yeah, back to yeah. school, too. And I used to hate it then. <laughs> that, see, I would always get excited. I, I, it's so funny. I, I don't have a least favorite month. I guess I'm not as negative if, as Steve and Christine. <laughs> Apparently so, yes. I find the positive in every month. January, it's a new year, Christine. Oh, you're yeah. starting out the new year, and maybe you're fresh. Some people like do that reset over New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's have a good 2021, or what would then be next year, 2022. February, even if you're single, 
You can have some fun on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and your birthday, of course. <laughs> Steve, August. Fall is coming. It's only a month away now. You've made it to where fall almost is. Yeah, but I have to wait to the hottest month of the year, usually. The senior, and also the other things, too. If you're going back to school, you get to see all your friends and tell them you're going to have a... What'd you tickle fights or something like that? I'm not in school currently. <laughs> yeah, I I, I'll, I'll like a lot better when I send my kids off to school. Yeah, I'm sure right. Though. There you go. That's not bad. That'll become your favorite. I yeah. get to get rid of my family. Yep. Wonderful month. <laughs> There's a little thing that happened with management uh, when we uh, when Connie got sick because uh, they basically said the management sweet sweet D said fish, you don't sound like you have a soul or you're sensitive enough. And I said. Doug. Did you tell him it's because I'm ginger? I said, no, I called him an ass, I believe. <laughs> uh, I'm like, you're an ass hat. No, uh, I said, hat, I said, by the way. Uh, anyway, I said, sweet, sweet D, fine. I'll come up with something for you. And we started doing a sensitive moment with fish, mm-hmm. which now has turned into fuzzies with fish. Yep. It's uh, more or less a chance for you to kind of get some warm fuzzies about what's going on in the world right now. And now, a sensitive moment with fish it's gonna start in iowa there is a grandmother she's making headlines right now she's actually been reading stories to hundreds hundreds of kids on facebook Aww. her name's grandma betty uh she's gonna talk about why she chose to read her favorite books to children every night on social media no said his sister it's do we read more books do we squirm and some of the people who have said they have lost their mom or their grandma come and would give me a hug and they cried and I cheered up for them too and everything. I said, well, if I can help you, I'll be happy to be a Grandma Betty for you. Grandma Betty. How cute is she? That's super cute. I Aww. love Grandma Betty. I love her too. I loved her so much I did some research on her. Uh-oh. Apparently, years ago, Grandma Betty was reading books online, the children's books online as well. And it ended up being that when uh, randomly throughout her reading it, she would give codes to drug dealers from other countries that they could get their narcotics through the Mexican border. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's actually, (laughs) so Grandma Betty actually was in jail for a year and she just got out. True story. Really? Not really. Not really. That was was a great story, though. She's a a wonderful woman. That was a great fiction. You know what's not a great uh, nonfiction? Uh, This tree. So a tree fell onto a family's house. The debris. Steve, how old's your baby? My baby is, turns one next month. She sleeps in a crib. Yeah, well, the debris from this tree. Do you have any trees near your house? Yeah. Okay. A large one in my backyard. A tree toppled onto a family's house, and the debris fell on a baby <gasps> in his crib. Now, why would that give you the fuzzies? Because the de- the debris fell on the baby, but the dad saved the baby in time where anything major didn't happen. He went in there and he scoops the baby up, and he got the baby out, and the baby is fine. And super dad, okay. uh, super dad, or just superhuman, like a, just a good person. Yeah, doing it. I mean, I don't suggest randomly going into somebody's house and trying to take their baby out of a crib if you think a tree's gonna fall, but. 
I think Steve would do that. I think Brittany would do that. <laughs> Brittany saves the baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I. I think you'd be like, I got Charlotte. You go get the baby from yeah. the falling tree. <laughs> and she's like, Charlotte's at your parents' house. You're but like, yeah. I know. I'm gonna go get her. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. go Facetime with her. Real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure she's okay. <laughs> and finally, uh, none of them really maybe gave you the fuzzies totally today, but this one uh, got me a little bit today uh, when I came into work. A man's family gave him a new puppy. Because his dog recently passed away. Now, Christine, you had a couple puppies pass away with your parents' dogs. Yeah. Passed away this year. Connie and I lost a dog named Allie. I had to have her put to sleep years ago because of kidney failure. Steve, have you ever lost a dog? Uh, not, no, I haven't lost a dog. I've lost cats, but not dogs. And it, it doesn't matter what your pet is. It could be a hamster, it could be a bird, a snake, cat, dog, whatever you're into. But there is a sense of emptiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, his family... Surprised him with a puppy, and this one got me a little bit today. What's that? A puppy. We worked on this for a couple weeks. (laughs) We've seen it as a sign. It was born on his birthday. Aww. Not even joking. The puppy was born on his birthday, so That's they thought it was perfect. a sign. Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah. Did that give you the fuzzies? Yes. Okay. Good. And I want to get a dog. Dogs for my parents now. Oh, God. My sister yeah. and I talk about it all the time. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. I gotta, let's wrap up the sensitive thing. So we, you know, well, let's. And that on. was a sensitive moment with fish. Don't surprise your parents with a pet. My mom sends pictures of Yorkies every day to our family <laughs> chats. That doesn't mean you should buy them a Yorkie. That's up to your mom and dad. Like, like maybe your dad like is enjoying the break. That's like people. They'll, but you know what? They, they leave it to dads. They'll always be like, "No, we don't. We don't need a dog. We don't want a dog." Then you bring a dog, and they're best friends with the dog. But you it's always the dad. You don't <laughs> live with your parents anymore, so you just want to go visit but, a dog. What? You know, like they need a dog to liven up the home. Yeah, you should totally get them a pet because when my parents' dog passed away, they <sighs> said never again will we have a pet. Yes. And then there was during the Arctic freeze a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. a uh, stray cat started living underneath the deck, and then they basically uh, nurtured it, and uh, now it lives with them. That's great, but you know what they <laughs> didn't do? You and your brother did not just show up with a dog and force them into doing that. They decided on their own. All you have to do Well, the cat is... decided for him. Well, yeah. the cat. Yeah, that's, that's With cats, true. you that's have true. no choice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Today's text question of the day is about marriage. Well, specifically what happens before marriage. No, I'm not talking about balloon animals or the hibbity-jibbity. Nope, we're talking about the actual wedding day. Yeah, like what happened, this is the question, what happened at a wedding that still, to this day, makes you cringe. Steve, what was yours again? Mine was my friend's wedding. Uh, It was the first of my friends to get married. We were still early 20s and we got real drunk uh, because there was a huge gap between when we took pictures for the wedding party and when the actual ceremony was and he was all up at the altar slurring and kind of swaying a little bit. It was Mm -mm. quite funny. You're going to regret that for a a long (laughs) time. And she was tipsy as well. She was, but she composed herself and she stopped drinking well before, whereas we took shots immediately before going and standing up. You definitely don't want to do that (laughs) right before the ceremony. That's a big don't. That's a very big don't. Right? (laughs) Click a six, man. Did you guys weigh in a ton on Uh, today's 
ton. Today's text question of the day, what happened at a wedding that still to this day makes you cringe? Uh, I used to be a wedding DJ. I would never do this one. Somebody said my DJ kept singing karaoke, and I had asked her to play music and stop singing. (laughs) Oh, it's the worst. Father of the groom, we're going to get a bunch of these. Father of the groom pummeled the father of the bride. Police, ambulances, chaos, straight up Jerry Springer style wedding. That's hilarious. I love it. My husband's friend was so drunk, he spilled a glass of red wine on me. I cried. I would cry too and punch him in the face. Red on white too. Yeah, exactly. My ex-husband said, I take you, my awfully wedded wife. (laughs) Instead of lawfully wedded? Mm. (laughs) Hence the ex. Oh, wow. Uh, Text question of the day today. You can message in via the app. It's a free download. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe to this day? A mother of the groom demanding she had the first dance rather than the bride and groom. It was extremely awkward. Oh. Man, when I used to do the wedding DJ thing, the tough one, typically 99%, 90% of the time, mother of the bride. Just uh, There was a couple like Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. Connie of Connie and Fish. Connie and I, with one woman, we were like, no. She's like, I'm paying you. We're like, well, go try and get your money back from our boss. Because Wait, what was she demanding? She wanted a song that the bride was on the don't play list. Oh. We're like, we're not doing it. Yeah. We're not doing it. It's uh, it's the bride, the groom, then the parents, yeah. right? So uh, one answer here was that uh, one that the bridesmaid's speech was so long that people groaned when she said she'd get to that later. And at one point, someone in the crowd literally played cricket noises on their phone. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That is amazing. I love it. My brother's speech at my wedding was about 20 minutes long, and it was hysterical because he was like, just a couple quick things to say about fish. And he would do that, and he'd be like, ah, one more sec, I'm almost done. <laughs> and he, but he played it perfectly. Uh, here's one for today's text question of the day. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? Guys, I was really excited about this wedding that I was going to, someone wrote, because I had a hot, strapless dress, my yeah. hair and makeup on point. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty buzzed. And then Quad City DJs Come On Ride the Train came on. So I jumped on that train. <laughs> Next thing I know, I did a choo-choo, looked down. My strapless dress was suddenly below my chest. <laughs> the dress was so tight, uh, it was too tight to have worn a strapless bra with it. So I quickly pulled it up, booked to the bathroom, sat embarrassed, but hoping no one saw my full slip until the bride came in and asked if it was me whose dress came down while chugging to the train. <laughs> I still cringe with embarrassment. That's I would be so amazing. embarrassed. Or awesomely <laughs> awesome. That gets us to our top five-ish today for the text question of the day. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? I'm telling you, we're going to get these up on the, Steve will get these up on the website here in just a little bit. There are so many. I'm still scrolling down to the top five-ish. They're awesome. I, I, I advise like to get you through the like the rest of the day. You sit and you just read some of these. Oh, these are great. Because it's amazing. A dude who wasn't the husband, balloon animal, the bride. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a bad one. 30 people didn't get a meal because they ran out of food. I'd be livid. Yeah, right? me too. Not if I didn't get the meal. I wouldn't be livid. I'd be livid if I were the oh, yeah. groom you know, in that situation. Our minister did not follow what... We asked for our sand unity and even said he gave up his Saturday to be there 
So we better sit there and listen to what he has to say. Dang. Wow. That's pretty tough. That's mean. Top five is text question of the day. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? A toilet from a business above our reception leaked, and the reception all leaked all over our tables. Ugh. Ugh. When we were doing wedding photos, my husband's grandmother was standing next to me and said, I, I, I think I just peed in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Granny, no. Poor Granny. Master of the ceremonies toasted to the old girlfriend instead of the bride, and a guy died on the dance floor and was brought back to life at the same wedding. What? Yeah, that's, that's number crazy. Th- that's number three in today's text question of the day. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? Number two. My dad said in his speech, Welcome to the family, Greg. Uh, guys, my husband's name is Jim. Oh, poor Jim. It's oh, terrible. And finally, number one. What happened at a wedding that still makes you cringe? Guys, I was at a friend's wedding in New York City. We're all excited. We're in New York City. The chef, he comes out and destroyed the cake with a huge knife. But there's more. A cat started to chase a mouse. And the mouse ran in between two elephants that were carrying the bride and groom. Then the elephant that carried the bride got scared and the bride fell off. There's more. At this wedding, the groom's dog started chasing a cat. Everything was destroyed. Apparently, the New York City Hotel had a mouse problem and had hired the cat who they named Tom to get the oh, mouse. Okay, I, I thought this was going that way. Oh, okay. But the mouse kept getting away and ruined everything. You can check it out now on HBO Max. Yeah. There you go, honey. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. And that was a great way to wrap up today's text question of the day. We'll get them up on the website. That was definitely a fun one. You ready to get funky? In your face radio, check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 